This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. And if any of you refute that, I dare you to come out here and do something about it. We got 9.3 million to billion to spend. What do you want? New Corvette? Four or five of them? Yeah, pal. Hey, best of luck in your future endeavors, pal. We're going to Fuck Island, Deuce. Hop on, pal. It's time to ride. Who we got to kick off the show? Who cares? I don't own it anymore. Let them do whatever the hell they want. It's the SmackDown Review here. Shadow.com. Ah, what's good, guys? What's good? Hopefully, you're having uh, great luck in your future endeavors more than Black Friday was in Stanford, and we'll break all that down and all the. The big news and big returns, but uh, really, I think the biggest news over here at ChannelAttitude.com is that Stevie Knight Heat is back. He's on the sheets, and he's going to catch all that flack from all those armchair quarterbacks who know so much about a business that they've never been in. But he's back with me. It's the blue guy himself. Well, the blue world order, not the uh, the blue guy. That's the other guy. Uh, <laughs> Stevie, good morning, pal. Good to see you. Uh, good morning. I, I think there's a certain cousin of a certain man who returned to SmackDown that may want to be me black and blue at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Move on the bonsai drop, man. Yeah, I, I saw on the sheets this morning, uh, no DQ, uh, just uh, pulling those headlines, and especially from the great work our own uh, Kaz does to put out all those Channel Attitude and HMG clips. Uh, and from Stevie Richards Wrestling Analysis. And, uh, you know, not, not that you were stiff. You're honest. She's the one that was stiff, I guess. Uh, mm. And light as a feather, stiff as a board. I don't know about that one. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the latest review of Nia Jax versus uh, Rhea Ripley. Uh, well, when Nia returned out of nowhere oh, with a big surprise. Yeah, that was the title. Yeah, first <laughs> Uh, and uh, you know breaking it down with the master's uh, level education and and the sheets ran with it and I'm sure we're going to see some blowback from WWE or will Nia herself uh, you know be affected and sell by it but the worst thing in the wrestling business is when nobody's talking about you so regardless there is no bad press and uh, hopefully they take the lessons for safety and that the agents who book things that way because it wasn't even just about some of the unsafeness of the move, you had to go and break that down. You were spot on in the spot itself of Naya hit something big on the floor and it should be a count out right there. That's that's the finish. Not come back as a surprise, hit something, then get back in the ring and get pinned. Like, no sense whatsoever in any psychology or, you know, here's a big moment. How can we undercut that in less than 30 seconds? Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, if I had to do one thing over again, I would have added, this seemed like, what can we do from beginning to end consistently wrong in this segment? What can we Boy. just put together in 180 of what everybody would expect to make sense? And then there's people coming back with, well, that leg injury was a work. And I'm like, you're making my point, because even yeah. if it's a work, you're putting this girl in a position. Why don't you just wrap her leg around the ring post then? Or 
it's just something. And then I put more heat on the actual management and the people behind the scenes than the, than Nia or anybody else in the match. Because, like I said, they didn't go in business for themselves and just figure this out. Rehearsals, approvals, written on a piece of paper for the director. It was just wrong from beginning to end. And, then, you know, I hate that, unfortunately, in YouTube land and everything, the negatives are always going to be like I have very positive videos up there about most underrated Barry Horowitz, Brad Armstrong, Dustin Rhodes. But the what went wrong that that gets 100, 200. Now the Naya video is about to hit 300,000. Yeah. Views. So, her TV on in the background? Is she behind me somewhere? Or? I don't hear it. Is <laughs> she there? <laughs> uh, you never know. She can pop up anywhere. She's stealthy and elusive. the Japanese girl outside. Is that her? <laughs> I think she might. If you hear the call. <laughs> Duck one, move on the bonsai drop, I guess, is what it comes down to. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, you were spot on in your analysis of, of everything there. And these, you know, you guys are the most hardcore subscribers, whether you're listening to Channel Attitude, uh, Russo Brand, Hami Media Group, K100, Dutch, 83 Weeks, I mean, on and on and on, Cafe De Renee. Um, you know, for the real inside info. And then another armchair quarterback who can be a troll, nameless, faceless, who thinks they know something. You know fuck all. F.A. You've never been in this shit. And then try and dismiss or two fucking jobbers who don't know. Shut the fuck up and go fuck yourself. How about that? This is a master's level education. I know you want to get your shit in while you're playing Halo fucking 9 or whatever the fuck you're doing at home thinking you're over. You don't know what you're talking about. And the way Stevie presents it is not to be malicious. It's not to tear down anybody. It's A, to protect people from themselves and hurting other people, protecting properties they've invested in like Araya Ripley for so long, only to have her laid out and get her tits smashed in. Uh, you know, by, by 300 pounds and even the business of the scene of how it should have been booked and unfolded to really put the heat where it lies on the agents for even allowing that stuff to happen or a writing staff that must also be completely ignorant and doesn't really understand how business gets done. So he says it a lot nicer than I do because I got no quarter for that. And, you know, that when it, when it comes down to anybody trying to run their mouth who's never done a goddamn thing in this or doesn't understand from a fan's perspective, you can go to hell. Really, uh, like that. You just don't even know what you're talking about, and uh, and it's proof positive in all the all of the uh, the troll remarks that are out there, dude. You're you're absolutely killing it. And and if a if somebody inside the bubble, Naya, Rhea, whoever agents, can't watch what you did and then go, you know what? He's absolutely right, dude. The move was oh, unsafe. Oh, wrestling. I got to stop you right there. Yeah, yeah. It's all about taking credit. It's all about knowing more. And anybody that even presents any kind of intelligent threat to your skills, rather than making yourself better, you got to drag them back down in the frog pot. You got to destroy them. And I, I've seen that already from a lot of the dirt sheets who were literally just uh doing hyperbole or just saying yeah. eventually getting out of thought after the ums and the ahs. But yeah. when you do that, when Maven, myself, Dutch and other people start coming up in the ranks, they they are they are very much threatened. And that's that. and that's exactly who I invite to go fuck thine selves. 
<laughs> repeatedly. I invite, I invite more wrestlers and more people from within the business to yeah. fill that gap, to do sure. something unique. It's an opportunity for even the Zack Riders and anybody else to, to even go more into an in-depth thing. And, you know, a little bit of the freedom of Maven and myself is that we have a post our career, business, job, whatever you want to call it, after wrestling. We are working for the next chapter, whereas everybody else will pause to say anything, and I think that's going to get somebody killed eventually because they keep their mouth shut because, man, I don't want to lose my job and I don't want to lose the chance to get called again. And yeah. like, no, no, man. You, Russo, everybody else since I've been around you have motivated me and inspired me to just say, I'm building my own pirate ship. I'll Adam Carolla. Yeah, I'm yeah. building my own pirate ship, do it myself, produce, film, edit, do everything I can to be a one-man show, much like you and, and Vince are. And that's absolutely killing it. Like you said, 270,000 views, approaching 300,000 probably by the end of the day over there at Stevie Richards Wrestling Analysis Channel. And it's uh, we don't want to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, but when it, when it goes down like that, it's for everybody's own safety, and sure, they're in the wrestling bubble, but anybody who uh, could be humble enough, yeah, right, uh, to sit there and go, you know what, he's he's absolutely right on all of these accounts, whether it's the uh, lack of technique uh, in the finish that's dangerous or how we never even should have gotten to that point based on uh, the return and, and what would have meant a lot more in just a DQ finish on the outside and a face-off. Like, would have done better business uh and if the agents can't uh, understand and hear that then uh, they shouldn't have those gigs because all they're doing is endangering the talent and telling less of a quality storyline so y'all uh, man but uh I'm, i love seeing it take off and you guys can get early exclusive uh at patreon.com slash stevie richards as well as uh you know advanced bonus content that you're not going to get on his YouTube channel as well. So support that everywhere. And we're super proud of you seeing that product take off, man. I love it. So thanks, man. I appreciate it. I, I, I'll plug it at the end in more detail, but I just finished uploading a 20 minute video breaking down and analyzing the good stuff, the people yeah. that can do proper lockups. And it's, it's surrounded by that. The lockup is the most important move in a professional wrestling match. And you yeah. need to do that right before you can even go and do anything else. And I, that's actually, you know what? I, I take all that back because you circled my arm placement on my hacksaw bump. So all that nice stuff I said about you, scratch that. Oh, I'm a jobber again. Oh, I'm a jobber again. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was bumping my ass off for legends. I, I don't know. I usually don't get up that high. So of course my arm's coming down. You son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't stay in the air like this doing the IG Magini. See That's my trolling I mean. on Hummy Media Group on Facebook. <laughs> see my bad work everywhere. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. Uh, good time this weekend uh, at Immortal. Ch- actually, a terrible time losing my tag team championship. So I shouldn't say that. But uh, big conspiracy against me continues. So now we plot uh, revenge and death on all of our uh, enemies and uh, taking on. Uh, Edge of Hope and the Nachi Mafia and CRX this weekend, and uh, crowd was with it, man. But uh, I gotta say, it's it's a little weird because we need to switch things up when seventy uh, percent of the crowd is going yalla. <laughs> I go, this ain't this ain't what we're supposed to be doing, boys. You know, uh, so it was all right. It didn't really help any merch sales any, but I did sell. 
number 72 five dollar face slap uh is out there and i don't think she's a virgin so uh fifth women uh to get to incur the wrath of allah but uh man uh houses was up you know so we're doing long-term business so i like to see that improvement 20 to 30 percent i i had heard on k100 uh stooge report that um, I'll throw him under the bus. Hugo Savinovich said that AEW only sold 750 tickets to that Cincy show, and there was only about 1,500, 1,600 people there, so that means they gave away half the house as well, bro. Could you imagine having to book uh, a major arena like that and and only selling 750? We sold 700 at the RFK or JFK back into the left hockey arena for when I won the Immortal Championship wrestling thing, and now... This is where they're at. I know this is SmackDown, but, bro, that's got to be uh, rough backstage right now, right? Well, it's, uh, I mean, it's oversaturation of the product. And actually, TNA had a problem with that, too, when they left Universal and tried to do bigger mm-hmm. buildings rather than having small buildings that are full. We talked way, way back about AW wanted to be different, TNA wanted to be different, and they all... Try to be WWE light, and that's not what you want to do. You just want to go the opposite way and do the opposite of everything they're doing. But they can't. They can't have it. If Tony wants to be Vincent Fan. He wants everybody. He wants the big buildings, and what's it called? A J hook. What? What's a seven hundred and fifty seats sold in two, three, four thousand seat arena? What kind of hook is that? Like, is yeah. that is that like fifteen, fifteen crosses or crucifix <laughs> or whatever in there? I'm not Send hook. I, I'm. I, I just want to let these talents know, man. I don't know why they don't. I mean, maybe TNA kind of increased the bell curve for thinking that a company can survive no matter what. But WCW had made millions upon millions of dollars, and then in a turnaround, lost millions and millions of dollars. Mm. And here's the other thing, not not from financial sense, but from a PR sense. What's what's wrong with saying you got 72,000 people in Wembley? You had to lie to say we broke all records. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it shows it shows how soft you are. How gold how gold is that fucking tattoo for Will Ospreay with that rib? <laughs> like all the boys talking on that one, right? Like of he's the man da, 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 and even then fanboys out and then the truth comes out and gets worked into a, a shoot tattoo at least it wasn't on his neck convince him to do that i think it's just being a fanboy of like hey i've worked new japan and i've worked every indie and i've never made it to the top of the mountain and now here i am on the biggest show i've done it and i justify and then so i'm getting this and then whoopsies <laughs> you didn't mean event the show no it was just uh, happy to be there I'm just happy to be here. Wasn't he quitting six weeks ago? Well, he actually, I was very promised. It was very promising that he was going to start taking better care of his body before he had the match with Kenny Omega. And then I think it, it all went away. Including your spine. Yeah. Something. And not, but you got a nice tattoo to show for it. And everyone's like, well, he he put out a a wicked awesome uh, promo on TikTok How pissed he was. I'm like, yeah, that's good. (laughs) <laughs> good. I do. Actually, I have to stop. I want to. I want to take this time, and you can clip this up on uh, Twitter. Yeah. Well, Sprite, thank you so much for your tattoo, because now nobody will talk about my Motley Crue tattoo anymore. <laughs> That's it. Well, I know you're laser removal guy. <laughs> if you. <want. laughs> 
That's it, man. I mean, that his looks easy enough to cover up, but uh, what are you going to do when Nikki Six comes looking for you, pal? Well, I mean, Nikki Six is it any relation to Ijax? I mean, Nikki's and Ijax are They're all coming out of the woodwork, man. Uh, but uh, let's get to uh, SmackDown, you guys. Uh, I was again. Usually, you won't catch me going back and forth with armchair quarterbacks and i hate to to go at any brand members here because they were admittedly you know they they say something and i get a little tweaked and then they come back with love what you and stevie and and vince do like i'm a brand follower so i don't really want to tack them to the walls but uh at the same time you still don't know shit about shit and when i'm saying something to you it's not because I'm excited to get into some argument with somebody i don't even really know that on, on that level it's to try and hopefully educate and go, what the F is going on with these decisions? And uh, I and that happened on Friday night. And um, like I said, they get their get out of jail out of get out of jail free card where I'm a fan and a subscriber. Oh, okay, cool. Well, here's a lesson. <laughs> here's a big lesson. When you're just sold for $9.3 billion and you're acquired by a new company like Endeavor, and this is the first show and under their regime, and you're going to have huge, huge uh, happenings, you billboard that to get new people to tune in. Otherwise, they're just going to think it's same old SmackDown and go forward. So when you have <laughs> Pat McAfee alone is enough of a draw to bring back 300,000 to 500,000 people, and people saw The Rock on McAfee's show. Where were they? University of Colorado for college football or what have you? Because The Rock's yeah, probably... Yeah, it was college game day, I think, right? Yeah, because The Rock shut down because of Hollywood, uh, you know, writer's strike and all that. So he's probably got an opportunity to do some of this fun stuff. And he's, you know, when he's not stumping for Oprah. Um, so then you march out the goddamn Rock as surprise. And all the fans that I argue with go, I like a surprise. It's just like the Attitude Era. You know what the difference is? Attitude Era had a 6.5 fucking rating. So it didn't matter. They are at a 2.2 rating. And you want to get Austin Theory over. You want to get people's eyes on the product under new ownership. So for multiple reasons, whether it's, hey, Endeavor took over and they got The Rock and McAfee and Cena on one show, you billboard that all week long. I don't care if The Rock was a last-minute addition. They knew within 24 hours he was coming. That should have been just push, push, push. Why? Because we got to get Austin Theory over and giving him the rub from these guys. And Austin Theory, I thought, did a great job and didn't look nervous. He was very confident as a performer in there with major, major uh, legends, obviously. Has been with Cena and The Rock. Uh, but you, the, the point is to get him over. That's why he's in this segment. So doing it in front of the same 2.2 to 2.4 million people as opposed to doing it in front of 4.2 million people so we can now introduce Austin Theory where people go, damn, I see the, the money on that kid. He looks like the next Cena. I got to see what this kid's going to do next. Nope. We're just over and doing surprises for the same old audience with no billboard, getting no value going forward. So to me, that means Endeavor has nobody in the pocket yet to go, these guys are making stupid moves, and now they're hurting our money. And nobody stepped up to do that at all. And uh, the other part of that is 
is if The Rock, Cena, and uh, McAfee are going to be there, all mainstream household names, and it's under your regime, you want to get the most for advertising so you can show advertisers who have no confidence that their product is getting seen because Fox didn't do a good job of getting the rate that they needed. That's why SmackDown's probably going to FX because the dollars didn't make sense, even though we told Jacob Allman that multiple times. Now you could go from $2 million to $5 million in your kickoff and at least uh, put the work on Pepsi or Mountain Dew or whoever you're working with to go, see, we got the rock. It's a new day here in WWE, and that's why we're charging a premium price. Nope. More millions of dollars just flushed down the fucking crapper so fans at home and on Twitter can go, I like the surprise. Who gives a fuck? This is a business. The business is getting Austin Theory over to the most major and widespread audience you can based off that rub. That means you need to advertise it. And to get other 90s kids who are now executives at these companies to mark out for their youth going that Cena and The Rock were there and now we have a a better product to invest in and go forward on. How far off am I, Stevie? No, you're you're spot on. You're not far off at all. Um, I react to surprises at this point the way that Dexter reacted to Dokes when he said, surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, surprise. That's pretty much what it was. Now, here's a question to add another wrinkle or layer onto this. What does USA Network think? Because they could have had The Rock, McAfee, and Cena head-to-head with Monday Night Football, and they didn't get it. Wow. I wasn't even there in my mind. I wasn't even there in my mind. 9-11, all these things. You need to throw everything at Raw. Yet the main event, the hook, is Nia Jax returning, not to pick on her. You put the women in the main event to sabotage against Monday Night Football. I'm sticking to that conspiracy theory. What about you? Yeah. I like it. I wasn't even, I was so blinded by my leaving millions on the table and millions on the table. Uh, by, <laughs> and, and then, you know, The Rock is like, this was one of the greatest returns I've ever had. Top five pops in my career. Okay. That's not the business though. Yeah. Nobody's watching. Like, uh, so absolutely a completely blown opportunity to raise up your numbers 30 to 50%. And everybody inside that bubble's patting themselves on the back. And the classic WWE, you did about 10% business. You got about 10% value of what you could have done. And any businessman worth his salt knows that that is absolute bullshit. Here's another thought. This is a trap. An absolute trap for creative right here. You know why? The only thing moving forward, and everybody armchair quarterbacks, as you say, are armchair bookers, that say, yeah, well, that just means every week you don't know who's going to show up. Yes. So now somebody has to show up every single week. Every week. And if they don't for two, three, four weeks, guess what happens? I guess I'll just watch YouTube and see what the surprise is. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Well, they care more about social media. Oh, yeah? How much are they charging? Where, where's the social media commercials that they're making money off of? Like, uh, these these little brags of, did the best numbers ever. Yeah, great. That, that That's not at the foundation of what we're trying to do to build a quality product in a business going forward, especially under a brand-new regime. Their first show to kick it off should be, 
And it's, it's SmackDown under Endeavor brand, and we're bringing you the man who started SmackDown. The Rock is going to be on. All that should have been set up weeks and weeks in advance, bro. Weeks in advance. It just seems like at every level of production, Hollywood, or anybody we deal with, uh, they're just a dumb bastard. And I don't know how they got into that position but to have that level of, uh, oh, yeah, you know. Did. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, you do. I guess so. Shout um, out Harvey yeah. Weinstein. He's three, three miles from me right now. Yeah, I heard he's a good guy. Yeah. So, uh, Monday Night Raw had to have a Monday Night Football. Yep. What if there's no surprises? What does USA Network think now? Are they becoming even more the red, no pun intended, the redheaded stepchild of now Endeavor? If nothing happens on Raw, that's all you need to know about where Endeavor views that tv network because how about Fox dana's is- promo did you see dana's promo no that somebody goes uh i might have been uh ronaldo piven who knows uh what do you think about the crossover now with endeavor and and ufc and what the the fans will be watching both and dana starts laughing like <laughs> you're an idiot uh if you think that there's a big crossover between wow. the two yeah huh. dude like shitting on the wwe audience meanwhile Ronda Rousey's over there. Baszler's over there. Daniel Cormier puts over WWE on on almost every UFC pay per view when somebody gets slammed. the The crossover audience definitely is there. Sure, are there outliers of? I would say there's some MMA fans who don't watch wrestling, but all wrestling fans watch MMA, and that further goes to show that even Dana is not plugged in in how to go back and forth. Maybe he's still got a bad taste in his mouth from the CM Punk stuff, but CM Punk drew for them regardless if he got his fucking ass kicked. I think it's something else. I think that if, if you're, you talked about these people in the company not looking honestly, like say if my what went wrong video, yeah, you need to look honestly at wrestling and say. Why does Dana White laugh? Why does Joe Rogan never add one single word to when DC puts over the product? Because it doesn't deserve to be put over. If The Rock and Austin and Taker and all these larger-than-life characters on there, Rogan would be like, oh, this shit's fake, man, but these dudes, that's some fucking big dudes. And they would would be forced to put something over. And that's when Dana's going, this is stupid. No. And he's right. And Dana will bury. Also, I got to give Dana credit. When there's a bad fight, when there's a bad card, when when a talent doesn't perform, he buries them. Yeah. It's not yep. an infomercial for UFC. That lends to the credibility. So when Dana says, that was a great fight, you're like, he's not bullshitting us. He liked it. Yeah. That's the well, difference between UFC and WWE. But it's also his ignorance and the fact that the wrestling is stupid. It doesn't cross over to here. Hey, Q Colby Covington coming out to Kurt Angle's music. Nope. So even he. But deep down, Colby, I hate to push back on you. Deep down, Colby and other people, they're dipping their toes into the fun part of playing wrestling. Oh, I sure. Do you see what I mean? The serious. But that's what got him over, Stevie. I mean, I, I agree, but I'm saying until. But Colby doesn't think that wrestling's over enough to want to be a WWE guy. He could easily be at a rock. Oh, he wants to be, and so does McGregor. That's what yeah, McGregor but, comes out with the Vince walk. But I, what I'm saying is but even, your, even your fighters money. are marks for wrestling, and you're trying to shit on it instead of embrace it when the reality is 
Not that Colby Covington's not a, a, a unbelievable wrestler and fighter. He still would have been mid card next to nothing, lower card, if he didn't go in and do the Trump stuff. And same with uh, even after big man knocks the shit out of somebody, what gets him over? My balls is hot. His little fucking tagline to print T-shirts. Or uh, Shane Strickland cutting crazy promos where they want to have this fake heat ahead of time. Or Dana slapping the shit out of his wife. These are the fucking things that are the wrestling-related side of stuff that are absolutely being your draw because just having badass martial arts skills and doing a spin-kick knockout ain't enough these days to be at the top of the card and get you on Sports Center and, and become the household name. And that's exactly what McGregor did, parlayed that into a fucking bullshit fight with Mayweather that was a total work to get paid. So they're in wrestling before they even did this merger, if they wanted to or not. They just don't want to be... A, they'd rather be associated with bro culture, fucking uh, affliction shirt, Nike shock assholes, Ed Hardy wearing 2006 motherfuckers, instead of neckbeard, uh, Cheeto-eating fucking video game players, bro. They don't want to associate with nerds. They want to keep it bro culture, and that isn't what is going to get it. My, my point is, like we say all the time, and I'll finish with this, very simple saying. UFC does pro wrestling better than the pro wrestling. They cherry sure. pick all the best of pro wrestling that we still love from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And they laugh at the bullshit they should laugh at. So don't, don't blame hey, don't blame the player. Hey, uh, blame, you know, blame the no, game or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. But it really is. The game. They're doing better business, and WWE should be looking at what they're doing now. And saying, oh, well, you got to copy that. Of course, well, I'm going to. <laughs> well, I look forward to the next WD- or the next UFC event when, uh, uh, let's see, who could come back? Uh, fucking uh, GSP comes back out of nowhere and just has a title fight that night. And uh, Don't billboard it. Don't do nothing. You know what I mean? Just, just bring back all your top fighters and go, oh, yeah, by the way, we're adding him to the card tonight. Because that's the ignorance that this rock move was. Absolutely, bro. Uh, but here's the thing, you gotta say it, the guy has the fucking most charisma you probably will ever see, still comes through the camera, absolutely, doesn't miss a beat, the segment was exciting, Austin Theory delivered, McAfee should have committed more on the elbow, but he was still pretty good out there, um, but uh, it was a great way to open, but then people were like, when I'm arguing with them, like, see, now that people are telling all their friends, tune in. So what if you get that mes- message 20 minutes late, and then you tune in, and then all you see is one vignette backstage with him and Cena hug each other. You're like, we missed. Just miss, 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 and miss, bro. And I don't understand how this level of ignorance keeps getting put over or not completely fired out of the gate. How about uh, before we get to the show? Over 100 people uh, released on Black Friday, including Dana Warrior as the big name, uh, some some uh, higher executive level people. We saw the same thing when USA got folded into NBC and we were allegedly uh, consultants at that time uh, for any redundancy. Seems like the the, the buyer uh, that you know is going to keep their people and anybody that gets folded in is uh, is going to be taken out pretty quick. Hey, all these people have a job for life. Dana, you have a job for life. It's okay. Um, yeah. yeah. You feel for them, but everybody in the wrestling business, or I would say in the, the UFC or boxing or that type of sports entertainment, you're you're all going to get fired eventually, or your time will run out. So I hope she saves her money. I hope there's 
some path for her post wrestling. She has kids, so and she doesn't mm-hmm. have her her husband there to help raise them. So I hope there's something. But she did have a job for how many years on the writing team? So you can't you can't turn around and vilify WWE. They've had her on the writing team for probably five years, maybe longer. Yeah, probably about that. Yeah. So did any did any talent get released or just uh, office people? Uh, I mean, it didn't even make the sheets, but word is that, uh, you know, it could be partially our fault, too, that uh, Elias is gone, uh, is, is the only one I've seen so far. Yeah, sorry. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, not getting a paycheck, so open open to, to whatever uh, going yeah, forward. Is Bill Simmons, I, I have this on good authority, that at least Bill Simmons is really politicking for them to bring Tess back. Okay. <laughs> Did you see that? I didn't see that they did. He was but, talking uh, to Nick Khan. He goes, you should bring Tess back. He was, re- he goes, I, I think he died a couple of years ago. And I'd try yeah. like fucking almost 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just, but that's also a litmus test. You don't, that, that's Bill Simmons and Dana White and Joe Rogan. What can we do to get the biggest critics or the people that are checked out? What can we do to get them excited? Because then the hardcore fans are really going to be loyal. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. If anything, where's the shoot bang bang inside now that Endeavor owns it? I would I would roll that footage of Dana laughing at fans. I would roll Joe Rogan besmirching wrestling. And then you have a Baron Corbin or an Austin Theory shoot right on them, bro. And and you you force their hand to which what WWE wrestler wouldn't want to be on Joe Rogan podcast even doing a work shoot defending wrestling and, and shitting on them, you know? Uh, I think almost every one of them would, man. Here's he one really, thing. He actually, Joe was very impressed when Hogan said he wrestled 400 days one year. So that it's, was, not, yeah, it's already been represented very well by Hulk Hogan. It's good stuff from the Hulkster. Uh, <laughs> this, was, this, you know, this is what got me infuriated, not just the fact that he didn't billboard these mega stars to be on the show. Then they're going to do... They, a, they get the chant wrong, so they go, this side's going to go, you're an asshole. And then instead of, you're an asshole, they, so they, they even get the chant cadence wrong, so the crowd's like, uh, uh, like, you know, white people trying to break dance or some shit. Uh, then DJ Jazzy Def goes, this is a family show, so we get, you're a, and they just block out asshole, bro. How can we ruin this segment anymore? That was a perfect way to do it. Go, oh, you think the rest of this is stupid? Hold my beer. Watch this. I'm going to be on the mute button for the word asshole like we don't understand. Can I Uh, ask you about the rock? Yeah. Obviously, a huge pop, more than probably the entire roster combined. I'm not trying to take away from that. But once again, it felt too long and sustained of a pop, which let me even believe DJ Jazzy Def was feed, uh, was piping in. You don't need to pipe in sound for the rock coming back, but they, I think they did. I, I think, think I, th- did. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong, dude. Uh, it's just, it, it's maddening to go, yeah, let's have this huge moment where everybody's going to be, and then maybe somebody did text their friends and you tune in and they're getting to the you're an asshole chant and you're going, what is this for kindergartners, dude? I'm Attitude Era. This is the, the biggest name ever. This is the guy who says, uh, lick your mother's crotch on fucking, oh, <laughs> on camera, but we can't say asshole. Most kindergartners that day at back to school probably heard asshole in the hallway. 
But no, not at 8 o'clock hour on that. This is the family show uh, owned owned by the company where guys are spin kicking each other's fucking heads off. I suck at hanging out. They're just like, I think, what? I think what Rocky said was he was going to knock him on his keister, too. So yeah, man. Oh, my God, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, so that was the opening segment of uh, idiocy. But shout out to Austin Theory. Um, you know, regardless if he's been in WWE and had WrestleMania matches and whatnot, uh, that's a moment for that kid that will last an eternity. And think about it, he was probably a, a baby. Was he even born when The Rock was on top, bro? To be honest with you, probably two or three years old, maybe right. And 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 here he is getting this opportunity. That that for regardless of business wise whatever I'm happy for that dude. That's something nobody can ever take away from him. You know. And, and Vince is the big purveyor of the. He doesn't think Austin Theory is over. You and I have the exact opposite opinion and viewpoint. Obviously, the company thinks that's a spot for him. And the fact yeah. that he did physicality to the Rock, that's a big deal. Especially going yeah. off the eye Jacks thing. That yeah. you know, you pop him in the eye, you're nervous. You bust his eye open. So. <laughs> They gave him a bolt, and he carried it, and he scored. That's my opinion. I agree. Uh, I I thought The Rock might just be there to find Cleopatra's A. That's what I thought he was, it showed up for. Yeah, Mally could use one of those. <laughs> well, uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, too, because, is the, well, let's put this out there. Is The Rock even being on this show to save face after the blowback of the asking people for millions and millions of dollars uh, via Oprah when the reality is this is probably a directed energy weapon attack and they can also they're there just to screw the indigenous people out to take over so the Hiltons and W and everybody else can build their next resort on native lands and hey we just happen to have a, a native guy here don't we Rocky uh, to to do that as well and later in the show Oprah's name gets dropped by the street profits. So to me, that quantifies like a little bit more of we need to we need to go back to your uh you know where you came from uh, to save face PR wise. I can just feel some LA scumbag PR fucking person put it over because they took a beating online on Twitter for the greed and when Rock sold out to Biden and Harris and, and you just saw him dancing uh, with the puppet strings attached to him. Well there is a guy that actually runs the company now that's good friends with Rock that worked as an agent in Hollywood, Nick Khan. So, yeah, yeah all the makings. I, I'm with you on that, I think. And you know what? The people cheered for him. You know? What if they booed him? <laughs> they also what cheered they- for Vince McMahon after he fucking got accused of <laughs> five sexual misconduct yeah, fucking things. Yeah, guy with his daughter, too. Yeah, yeah. And take her. Thank yeah. her. So... <laughs> So these people, like I say, that have any opinion of where they think as fans that they understand or know what's going on, you're, you're just being played like a goddamn fiddle. And they will cut to you during Cody Rhodes, oh, and you'll look like a complete fucking asshole because chances are you are one. Uh, so that was the opening segment, edited heavily because we can't say asshole. Unbelievable. Jury duty versus AJ Styles here. Um... Finn goes over uh, on AJ with Jimmy Uso as a distraction here. 
Is uh is this call is this called for jury duty? I don't know what that means. Uh oh, is he called for jury duty? Is he going to be uh, added to um, Judgment Day? And they, they, that's the big thing. Is is the former guy from the tribe going to join Judgment Day or, or what have you? None of this makes any sense. And all I'm going is, wow, could you have cooled off the tribal chief and all the in the bloodline any more than it is right now, bro? By splitting these guys out and Heyman with these, you know, terrible backhand backstage uh, vignettes and things that are going on, man. I just don't know how bad, like, it seems like they're trying to do it on purpose almost. Yeah, they really called them off. I mean, they think, they did. see, I talked about the internal clock or calendar of the people in the office. They see these talents almost 24 hours a day at times. But the fans don't, just when they get tired, like Vince gets tired of a character, of a talent or whatever, that's when the emotional investment, six months, a year, maybe even two years, to where the people start to sink their teeth into an angle, a character, a storyline, whatever it might be. But the company cuts it off. And they use the excuse of, well, we just want to do it before it jumps the shark. Well, how much, how long before? (laughs) You got got a few miles before you jump the shark. Um, tell me why I, I've been hypersensitive to looking at technical aspects of matches. Was this match and the Oscar match that the referee count for? It seemed like they were counting for hours. Yeah, that, there's like a check count that some of them are doing now. You know what like I mean? But what count? It was yes, like, it's like they 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 do Bing Bong up one. You got to st- you got to hit. And have your arm up as opposed to like down up down that is what they're doing. Yeah, I, I think I'm so too, a lot man. Four counts and, and finishes. Yeah, yeah. Ref, uh, referee sideburns heat on him. He was upset that he did a count and he thought the 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 three was going to be a falsy, so he like half buried it. And it was on a big oh. match this weekend. He he was beating himself up bad. I go, brother, they weren't that mad at you. They wish they had it, but send him the good brother. I'm sorry again, and thanks for not tearing my head off over it, dude. It, it was my fault totally. You guys killed it and move on. But those are one of those things that'll give you three weeks of sleepless nights. You know what I mean? So probably not a good idea to rip them and do a what one wrong video. Oh, I, th- I think it'd be phenomenal to do that. And also point out his bald spot. He really likes when I do that, too. Nice. So. <laughs> um, then we get uh, – so Finn's up here. I don't know. What does this do for anybody? And, again, with all of the Black Friday releases of office people, and you ask me any talent, no OC in this. No run in and any of that. You gotta, I gotta believe based on. And I heard that Gallows may be hurt. I'm not sure what. Uh, or Gallows is just a super worker and goes, they won't fire us when we're hurt. <laughs> and fucking, he's always feigning an injury and, and trying to slide under. I wouldn't put that by him because he is a, a very, uh, you know, in tuned worker of how the politics work. But, uh, you know, they, they didn't come out to help him and save him. So, is machine gun and, and him on the chopping block, Meechin too, possibly. And, uh, you know, I'm sure there are plenty of others that uh, are sweating it right now. And I wouldn't doubt if all of NXT uh, is on the chopping block right now, too. Well, they're, they're terrible friends, so they shouldn't be in the company to help AJ sure. anyway. They'd, be, they'd probably get to the ring a lot quicker if they weren't even in the building at this point. But, yeah, I mean, and that's a rule. Dude, don't think it's 2023. The economy isn't isn't so great right now. 
they will start firing people that are injured. They'll go past that moral clause at some point and right. get rid of them. Well, it's not WWE either, so they can say, nope. hey, that was our policy, but pass the heat to Endeavor. That Sorry, guys. Our hands are tied. We don't have that. You know we wouldn't. We would never want to put you out on the streets if you're injured because we care about your families. Like, so they, they, then we'll put you on the streets. Then we'll put you out. Um, but, yeah, like here's what I said. Even though they effed up with all the editing in the – in the opening rock segment, how'd you like to be those guys? I don't care. Like, and that's a problem in the booking of this AJ pretty damn over. If you were just to bring him out on a show without the rock and everybody else, right. Going to get a good pop. And if jury duty is your top new click that everybody's into, why would you send them out after the rock and McAfee return going, follow that like there that's a no win situation to follow a surprise return of the rock bro you really need this is why they call segment two popcorn or bathroom match what have you right to get up and go to concessions because you've had the big opener you've been in your seat waiting for an hour and you you go and if you miss it it's not going to be the end of the world these are the guys with the top storyline and you're putting them out there to follow that up there's no way you can follow that no, there's not, but it could be a way to keep people tuned into the whole show and watching. Why don't you make The Rock and McAfee guest GMs for SmackDown and make Love these it. matches and be backstage with AJ and get Jory Duty and all these people? You get that rub throughout the whole two hours. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. I, I don't know why they didn't maximize. And even if Rock leaves and McAfee's in charge, and McAfee's on the phone with Rocky, and Rock, you can hear Rocky's voice. Hey, yeah. make that match here. I had to fly out and something. But the man got to go. Brock has yeah. a point. Let's get out of here. Let's yeah. get out of here. I got to leave, man. I, I can't stick around. If Brock is gone before hour one, that's a bad look for me to be hanging out there. <laughs> uh, then we get uh, LWO versus BLM. Um, and out comes... So the LWO's in the ring, out comes Street Profits and Bobby Lashley, and we get an Oprah mention after everybody's like, you know, the ribbing of it all. So what was should have been a face-saving, not that they reference Rock, but why would you put Oprah's name in there out of nowhere? And and uh, you get a car, you get whatever, you get a directed energy weapon, you get a uh, $700 and a fuck you. Like, uh, that to me... Shows that The Rock was on this show to to do PR damage control based off of all the blowback from them trying to beg for money for Maui when people know something ain't right here. Well, the sad part is that everybody, if we didn't mention Maui right now, everybody's already forgotten. Not the people, but everybody else has already forgotten. But that shows their paranoia to me. That they had to, and we got to have the black guys be the ones to mention it because she's got to keep that street cred. But the black guys who mention it are now dressed like butlers of the future. <laughs> like, what the fuck were they wearing, bro? Like, the first we're going to put them in Jack Victor or Hart Schaffner Mark suits, $2,000 Armani or whatever it is, right? Jay Z Richards ties. And. Now we're we're looking like we're they either looked like butlers from the future or somebody who stepped out of the movie Drumline that we we all go to fucking uh, college and do black student union step team and beat drums like that that's what they're supposed to look like now I'm like 
How how is this anything better than what we're now in football season? They came out in every city with their own gear on that represented the NFL team or whatever was hot basketball team wise, and they played like D one athletes or NBA all stars or whatever. And now we're we're doing plantation of the future. Is <laughs> what it felt like well, to I me. Thought, I I I my analogy when I saw the suit was. Uh, was it John John Cryer as Gene Hackman as Alex Luther's nephew? Remember from Superman? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. War? Like yeah. It was just, yeah. It was suit that didn't quite fit. Had the big lapels. I yeah. I don't whoa, know. whoa, 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 Jimmy, Bob. Whoa, dude. But, yeah. Whoa. Uh, I have no idea what. And then now they're heels. They beat up the LWO. What? Last week there were baby faces. They were babies they were last baby week. Faces with an edge, and now they're. Popular heels with an edge. That creative liberty again. It's it's brutal, bro, to see them ruin products like this that should be advanced. And I'm not trying to. Is, they got heat on the LWO. Then they they tagged Ray. Then it was just like, "Dance the rules," and they right like, yeah. "What did you do? My friend hit me. Like, what is going?" And I put slapped up, and they missed it. I don't know what that means. I think they missed the shot on the slap. Somebody got slapped in the face, and the cutaway wasn't there. Oh well, Ray got popped as someone grabbed yeah. his leg, and then I think Dawkins pickled him. But okay, that's what I mean. They like they weren't best friends to begin with. He's looking at Lashley like, "How could you do this to me?" And it's like, wait a minute, I didn't even know you guys were friends. <laughs> this is so confusing, man. Way to Super bring back confusing. the business, WWE. Great job. Yeah. And and we don't want to do anything with, I mean, in New York, everything's upside down backwards as always, dude. But uh, $225 million in taxpayer money is going to fucking five-star hotels in New York City to house immigrants who've been shipped here, uh, you know, to really implement the 2030 new 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 world order plan and and tear down democracy even the mayor of uh new york last week was like well battle's over we lost there's no way we're gonna fucking be able to do this so new york city's just a lost cause at this point fuck it right and they're letting them they, they're letting them uh take their kids in and enroll in school no mmr no i mean if anybody loves vaccines right, it'd be them but nope, don't worry about that. Third world country, put your kids in school. $2,200 fees just for public school? Where's that coming from? Nah, don't don't sweat it, bro. So now every parent that is born and bred in New York State who has to go through all these regulations, that's for you. That's not for these people that we just used as human trafficking and, and brought them up here to destroy the entire economy and, and uh, society. Like, don't worry about that. Oh, uh, where do these immigrants get? Uh, ele- Some of them are riding around on seven, eight thousand dollar electric mopeds, brand new, bro. Like, <laughs> no license, no nothing. Well, they need to get jobs, delivery jobs. The jobs, you know, um, Americans won't do, that these people will. So we're just not going to talk about that either, or where the money's coming from, from that or anything. But you wait till uh, April uh, 15th next year when state taxes are triple or quadrupled because of it. And uh, it, yeah, that's even if we get to that point next year, man. They'll be over immigrant, Shug. That's it. But here's my thing. We've got... LWO, we've got a platform, and if we're stumping for Oprah and The Rock, seems like they'd put in the propaganda there to use that to reach their Latino audience 
and their white, black, Asian audience, whatever, uh, to try and send a message of let's help these people in positivity, that they wouldn't have LWO down there at the soup kitchen handing shit out to immigrants or something, right? The charities, the new marketing, something along those lines to to take some of the sting out of the took our jobs bullshit that's going on. And I'm not trying to say F all these immigrant people because they're just, they're not, they're pawns in all of this, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, we yeah, are. we all are, you know, I'm not trying to put anything on any race with that. It, when I see people used or <laughs> the same people that go, we need to stop human trafficking are the same people that are doing massive human trafficking, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always very amazed. I know it's a wrestling show. Mm. I'm very amazed that. They can print money at any time they want for anything that they want, but we still have to pay taxes. Why don't you just print money? Why not codify the card licenses for marijuana and use all that tax money to turn around? That's what we've been saying is if they need to have an emergency session to Congress for the immigrant stuff, you put the weed stuff on there, go stamp it like they do everything else, and off we go, and that money is then used towards that. So there is an offset. Instead, it's meant to be sunk by design. Um, I don't know what you could do really LWO wise to really, I mean, not that I don't know, but there's some choices to soften the blow and use that, uh, use that crew to, um, you know, create empathy for these people instead of hatred toward them. I agree with that too. I mean, this guy bought the Santos Escobar guy bought his parents a home with his WWE money. There's so many different things. You have them attached to Ray. You have, you have, you know, uh, Zelina, I was going to call her Thea. That's what she was before. Her father died in 9-11. Where, where is she at again with the 9-11 stuff? They they ignored that. Yeah. Such they a, ignored World Trade I, Center 7, too. My so. God, there's such a delay in my voice. I can hear it five seconds after I'm done. Here? Yeah, for some, I, I don't know if it's Spectrum right now or not, but you did freeze for a minute, but I got everything everything caught up. Okay. Uh, yeah, put heat on me in Spectrum. Um. Uh, then we get an LA Knight recap, uh, and then we're gonna get Miz versus LA Knight, which I liked. I I was excited about this. I I was like, wow, this is gonna be some interesting business here going forward. Who takes the loss or where we're going uh, in the furthering the storyline? Um, I put eh, some good, some bad in this match, um, and then the post match promo. LA Knight does a pretty good job, but I'm wondering if they're testing him. He just kicked ass. He just had a pretty hard-fought match, high-level cardio, a lot of action inside, outside the ring. And then, whoop, here's the mic. Now get over. Like, The Rock's there. The whole fucking thing is The Rock, you know, that people have been hammering on L.A. Knight because he's ripping The Rock and Stone Cold. Where's that scene where either The Rock gets him over by them going back and forth and The Rock kind of knights it instead of saying, you're stealing my shit, be like, yeah, I like this guy's flavor. I like his style. Reminds me of somebody. You can do it tongue-in-cheek, but that's where the rub really should have been throughout the show if we had things pre-taped was to silence a Kevin Nash is to bring The Rock in there and give him the rub. And doesn't Rock have heat with Nash and all them too? You'd think he'd want to get a little shit in on him to, to use him to get back over on him. And well, plus, LA Knight does the elbow now. Yeah. So that could have been a perfect spot for him. And then I don't know why they did it to Austin Theory, unless they just have him being the Grayson Waller type character now 
they put them two together, as a matter of fact. Right. It would have been great to have The Rock on the Grayson Waller show and billboard that all week. Agree. I, mean, I agree. Yeah, man. We just miss upon miss upon miss and when we have all these things that are the golden goose. Like, like you said, four or five segments with him interacting with people with different business, and it all would have made sense all the way around. Hey, even if they did that in the end, Cena brings him out as a surprise. Austin Theory versus Grayson Waller, you have an impromptu tag match. Last about a minute, Cena and Rock get all their shit in, you leave right off the air. I, I mean, that's you billboard that all night. We're going to have a tag match, main yeah. event tonight, Cena and The Rock. Versus these two guys. Or even Rock talking to somebody off camera and saying, no, you should do it. Make the impact. You got to make them feel you out there. And we never see it. And he was talking to Naya, and he's the one who sets it in motion. Oh, I'm a Trump mail. <laughs> uh, no truck, I don't have a truck outside yet, so I must just <laughs> It must be hot. Uh, then we get Solo and Heyman backstage. This could be in the top five phony-ass acting bullshit that Heyman's done right here. Of, And then this is going to be happening, and it's your problem, Solo. You're the one who's going to have to deal with it, Solo. Bro, just, you know, I, I don't know how yeah. nobody says we're not doing these types of takes. This is what I need from you, real. Yeah, because when I watched that, say I was a... You know, even as a talent involved in a storyline, my my instinct is Paul's being so overdramatic, treating this like the most important thing ever in the world. I would say, dude, I get it. It's not this this stuff's not great going on. It's not that it's not that bad. Yeah, like, you it's ain't not helping. That it. Serious. It's not life and death because yeah. it feels like he is just. Hey, I go with Russo every single week. I watch this guy. He's got to be an animated walrus or something. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. I just don't know why they're allowing that to be like that acting-wise because he's so over or so tied in that nobody, everyone's got a ton of fear on him. I just watched some uh, quick 60-second clip where it's him out of character talking about learning from the mistakes you made in life and things weren't meant to be lined up that way. And, and it's when you lose, what did you learn from that? So you apply that knowledge to your next opportunity and that, that you're not going to repeat that mistake. Or I learned from that, that, that promo he cut was the exact promo we should be having. That was the real wise man shit uh, of what he's saying there. Instead of how many ways can I do a take to go, go, Call Roman Reigns. Like, dude, just the the fucking shits. The absolute And if it was Paul Heyman, 1995, watching that performance, he'd be in the ring, full leather duster going, this is bullshit. Nobody wants to watch that fucking garbage about himself, bro. Well, you die a hero or... <laughs> Live long enough to be, uh, come the villain, villain. Um... Then we get, uh... Ding dong. Hello? Uh, damage control backstage, uh... Just more brutal acting, more whatever, you know, Dakota Kai is supposed to be. I mean, I don't want to get heat with Road Dog here. I know he thinks she's the, the best of the best. Um, but, uh, just amateur middle school acting hour. Uh, we get Asuka versus Bailey with a backslide pin for the win, which I like that kind of stuff. Out wrestle, you're you're looking the other way, you get hooked, and 
boom, 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 so you can stay strong at the end. Uh, Shotzi had done the pop-up for the distraction. I think it's a little over the top. I, I put Shotzi over last week, but Shotzi popping up, crazy face, and Bailey, oh, oh, God, no, 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 no. At least have the clippers ready to go of what the threat is. I'm here to shave your head. That's what it is. Now she's just popping up like a jack-in-the-box, and it's like Bailey thinks Chucky's there about to stab her or something. We need the id of what is going to happen to it to the point when we're finally going to shave Bailey's head. Yeah, she's become the female boogeyman now, crawling up from under the ring and scaring. Yeah. And everybody, for, I think people have forgotten about the haircut. So they don't know what she's trying to do now. Right. She should have the little clippers, dress it up with a bow tie. I don't give a fuck whatever it is, you know. Uh, the, anything along those lines. But, again, I don't put it, any faith in them to get more than 10% value out of anything that they do. Um, but Asuka's up here with a backslide over Bailey because of the shots he run in. Uh, I put a classic babyface distraction scenario. Yeah, and they should have, actually, she should have taken a taser out, tased all the ba- the heels, and, and they all should have took liberties, threw them through tables, try to end their career just like every other vile babyface out there. That, yeah. to, <laughs> that, that just has a bloodthirst. Every yeah. babyface. I would have liked to even seen if she's just doing a jump up there, cut to the back, and the boys are having a good time, and John Cena's riding around in the tank. Something to get him over. Like, what are we doing like, to not give everyone a shine on this show? He was riding on one of those scooters that gave away. Then we get Grayson Waller and Cena on the Grayson Waller effect again. Uh, really impressed with Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. Uh, dude, it's a nervous situation. I don't give a shit how long you've been in this business or not. When you work with a legend like this, you got to step your game up to their level. And I feel like they were ribbing Cena uh, through earpiece or Triple H gave Grayson Waller the eggy because Cena corpses and breaks a little bit when uh, Grayson Waller puts over the line from... Uh, I can't remember the other coach, but he was talking about Deion Sanders of my parents told me to taught me to take off my hat when I uh, am talking to adults or what have you, you know, but the Cena knows he's got the hat on because of the bald spot and they allude to it. So Cena pops for it, but that means somebody backstage wrote in a rib to fucking try and get him to do that. So whoever that was, triple game. Uh, I think it might've come over zoom. I think so. He keistered it. Uh, yeah, I put bald rib via McMahon on here. I think absolutely it was that. And then, and, and if I was Cena in the moment, I'm sure we always want to do these things. Hindsight's twenty twenty. If he knew McMahon was ribbing him, I'd be like, well, I'm thinking about growing a mustache next. Yeah, but I can't dye it black. I can't, I can't do it that way. Hey, listen, yeah. I, I feel like those things can be little fun things that the, the boys in the office laugh about and everything. But it doesn't do Cena any favors to point out his weaknesses. Right. I hate that. I really do hate that because wouldn't if somebody said that to you and you're a man and they insult you, you'll either be like, oh, go to hell or whatever, or you're going to fight them and shut their big mouth up. Yeah. So. Uh, I put uh, Jimmy Uso interrupts. Solo uh, comes in and gets a shot on Cena. Uh, and... 
AT at run in on time. Cena and AJ versus the Bloodline is what we set up here. Um, and uh, baby's up. So, and the, this the Cena and Rock would have been something even more right. Would yeah, or, or to have McAfee, you know, come come running in too, and it, the match gets thrown out, and then everybody hits their shit. Rock bottom. Uh, you can't see me, and McAfee goes up and hits his hits his elbow drop. Right. So we we underbooked it uh, as far as that goes as well. And by here. the way, AJ took a loss earlier in the night, and they think they're getting AJ back over, getting in the spot. And what you did was you made you made everybody forget about the heat of judgment day going over earlier. Mm. So they always have to sacrifice somebody. We talked about with Nia thing. All three girls could have stayed over. They had a segment book that everybody didn't get over. Nobody yeah. did. And an opportunity for major injury. Yeah. So um, an interesting SmackDown filled with big moments that uh, a lot of, that probably double the audience should have seen. So based on thinking you're over inside the bubble, you have it up. And I've told the story once or twice, and it's so much smaller than <laughs> what we're talking about here SmackDown-wise, but it, it stays the same at every level. Uh, we thought we were over. We were at Derby City Wrestling, the student show for OVW. We were writing... And uh, thankfully, at the time, we had uh, Aaron the Idol Stevens, a.k.a. Damian Sandow, uh, to join um, Fatal Amda Sai, the OVW fraternity brothers. And he's perfect for that when you put the T-shirt on him. He looks like a returning fraternity brother, right? And we're like, yeah, this is awesome. But we had Al Snow <laughs> as well to tag with Richard Cranium. Uh, he was waiting for his large package to arrive in the mail. And... Uh, and and Al was going to come out and do what else everybody wanted. Had it then. Oh my God! This is his tag team partner. The surprise and yeah, it did. It popped the crowd. Guess what? We had the J hook. <laughs> we only sold 280 seats. I'm not saying Idol's not a draw, but to sell out all 400 in Davis Arena, make sure Danny Davis can keep the lights on at that point. And if you're watching the OVW uh, great docu-series now that's on Netflix, you know that that is a week-to-week thing of paying the bills there to get it done. But because we wanted to pop our crowd that's seen it all already and pat ourselves on the back for being bookers of the year, that, ha, we had a star and we surprised them, aren't we great? Danny Davis ripped me a new asshole. And, and says, yeah, you're going to give me the other uh, $750 that we could have had selling those seats out there? Sorry, Danny, I don't have it. I just paid Rip's dues. Well, next time when you got them, you billboard them. Don't be an asshole and think you're over. And that's exactly what the hell this whole show reminded me of. So I may have my own PTSD from it, but now you're not. it's not the $750 I owe Danny Davis. It'd be about the $7.5 million that should be owed to Fox based upon them trying to get their shit in and not get max value out of the biggest name in Hollywood and wrestling and just marching them out going, got them! <laughs> nope. Wrong wrong it was wrong when i did it and it was even more wrong here so the preliminary ratings uh and everybody's putting it over like wow huge surge it did great it's awesome to have the rock and cena and it drew 2.445 million that's terrible they, they, about it. they went up two hundred thousand when they could have gone up two million if they would have billboarded it and anybody who made that decision needs their knuckles smashed with a hammer today and, I, and I'd be real scared about it, too, because they were probably like, I bet we're going to get 3.1. Easy, bro. Easy will be over a three. 
Well, if you're not, I'd be goddamn scared because Stooge Report should get back that it was your decision and that uh, and and now with a hundred people laid off, you might be a hundred and one Dalmatian, sweetheart. <sighs> Can't grieve forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully there's a new truck waiting in the driveway because uh, I need it. Uh, I, but, I, uh, I told him I need a blue one in case I decide to go somewhere absolutely. that they're trying absolutely. to point their point their non-directed energy weapon at. Point paint it blue. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, uh, we're we're gonna get Blue World Order today out. I'm looking uh, forward to seeing that new video release on the importance of a lockup and a tie-up to really set the tone for what it is this whole thing about in the ring. It's about domination and competition, and that really starts with the lockup to show power, force, and can tell the story starting off of why uh, the heel is strong or the baby and the baby face needs to out-wrestle them. So I'm sure you're going to be covering a lot of that in there, and I'll be showing it to my students at Upstate Wrestling uh, Entertainment, uh, and and we we learn so much from these master classes. So thank you very much for doing and putting all that hard work to break this down. No problem. I mean, it's it's very therapeutic in a way because I get to watch stuff I like and appreciate, and also uh, I kill with my wife. I said my overthinking is finally paying off because every <laughs> single company I ever worked for, Ben, I, th- I don't think I ever told you this. Vince loved it when we worked together, but in wrestling, like you're just saying. You can't even ask the first question, much less follow-up questions and picking. Right. You know, I always got accused, like, just just go out there and do it. Who cares? That's people that are literally still in management in WWE, and I think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, so sure. Forget it. This guy overthinks too much, and I, I got ripped for it a lot. Well, either die a hero or live long enough to become <laughs> So yeah, I'm man. Who, how how dare you take pride in your work, you son of a bitch? But isn't that pro wrestling, Ben? Well, how uh, not, he, not for me. Oh, I how mean, how dare he care yeah. about what he's doing? Yeah, and, I, and I, I'm glad in the indies at Immortal we do care, and I care more about other people's business a lot more sometimes than I do my own of wanting to get the best performance out of them and show them that. I have a vested interest in their success. And I think that comes across in the OVW documentary with Al more than any other theme of we're, I'm a storyteller. I want to tell stories. I want to see people be aware of how great they can be. If you follow this roadmap and, and make you a better performer and make you believe in your own stuff to, to create a moment, not just for the audience, but for the performer that can never be taken away from them uh, and, and has integrity for all the character they put in and all the bumps that they take to tell that story. And I think Al, that's what drives him more than anything else. And so I was really inspired by that for this weekend. And it's unfortunate at the highest level, that should be the standard Instead of <laughs> hoping it trickles up, that should be up there and trickling down to everybody else. I agree. Let's just get through this week. That's, okay. that's the famous okay. line of wrestling. So <laughs> I, I thank you for everybody for supporting the YouTube channel. We're just about to hit 63,000 subscribers as we're recording this. Patreon.com forward slash Stevie Richards. Over, I think, 130 or 40 Patreons now. So exclusive content, full match analysis for certain tiers. And I'm having a good time doing it, so hopefully everybody enjoys it. And that video, the lockup video, will go live as soon as we're done uh, recording this as well. Awesome. Awesome. So, you guys, make sure you're liking, sharing everything. 
And thank you for subscribing to Russo Brand. I uh, appreciate you guys last week. Uh, you know, it was crazy with cannabis and going to court and all that. So I missed hanging uh, on on the Monday locker room, or excuse me, on uh, the Raw Review and uh, and uh, Master Shoot Theater. So we'll be back at that full time this week, and then I'll be off next week uh, on my honeymoon or honeymoon. My well, I guess. Uh, anniversary trip uh time for me to recharge because it's been uh, a long hot summer here at hmg so uh but y'all uh, man on behalf of big stevie cool and the rest of the hmg and russo brand family you know what we do what kind of person to say a total so come on out you rapist